Welcome to the Jane Bond Show, from execution to excellence. And I am your host, Jane Bond, the serial entrepreneur who will be sharing with you valuable life lessons and interviewing influencers from around the country who are breaking through to success, along with giving you advice on navigating through the game. Today, our topic is Miles Beyond Ordinary. Our special guest is a Hollywood real estate broker, attorney, and now a regular on VH1's new show, Love and Listings. He will share with us what it was like transitioning from a Chicago attorney to a real estate agent. Also, how he took a gamble and relocated to the LA area without any knowledge of the market or city. And of course, this came along with challenges. He tells us what it was like to leave a luxury brokerage and completely reinvent not only himself, but his new team. With this mantra in hand, this new mantra, Miles Beyond Ordinary, I present to you our special guest, Eric Miles. Hey, Eric. Hey, Jane. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm glad to hear your voice. Likewise, likewise. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Oh, absolutely. And you too. You Thank too. You. How's it going over there in LA? Busy, busy. The sun is out per usual and we're, we're busy and, and grinding. You know how we do. <laughs> yeah, I know how we do, right? <laughs> <laughs> what about you and, and how's sunny uh, South Florida? Well, you know, it's always sunny in Naples, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always sunny in Florida. We're doing all right over here. You know, we're in rainy season, but oh, okay. hey, you get used to it. It rains on one side of the street, not the other. <laughs> right. You just got to cross the street. You know what I mean? If you don't have Absolutely. an umbrella. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. So, you know what? I mean, that that's a great segue into my first question with you. Okay. Um, tell me about growing up in Chicago, because we know you're in L.A. now. Yeah. And loving every minute of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to know, how did you get to L.A.? Yeah. So I am from Cincinnati, Ohio, originally. And uh, after law school, made my way up to Chicago. I went to law school at the University of Illinois in Champaign. And the Chicago market is essentially a feeder market um, for the law school. And my first job at a law school was at a a real estate law firm in Chicago. Oh, Uh, fantastic. Okay. Yeah. And so I was there in Chicago practicing real estate law, doing transactions, real estate litigation, business formation of small businesses, LLCs, and things like that, S-Corps, for about 10 years. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I thought you, for some odd reason, I thought you were in litigation or something. Well, I did do uh, real estate litigation as well. Okay. Um, and so that would include like contract disputes or property um, non-disclosure matters, landlord-tenant matters. So we were we did everything related to real estate, whether it was you know contract-based or or litigation and court-based. Is that what made you transition into real estate? Um. So the the firm. So I uh when I was a, I think I was a, a a second year law student. There was a job fair in Chicago, and this law firm was interviewing people. And I really hit it off with them and they were a real estate law firm. And so I was open to real estate because of the, there were two classes that really piqued my interest in my first year of law school. And that was, that was criminal law and real and property. And okay. so I didn't, I knew I didn't want to be a criminal defense attorney. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, real estate is, you know, is what I'll pursue. And so I, uh, you know, as you go forward in law school, you have a little bit more selection over the, pro- over the classes you take. And so, I started focusing on real estate and I got that job, I interview with that real estate law firm. And so that's, I knew that I was going to do real estate law when I graduated. So it was great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fantastic. So you kind of knew what you wanted to do early on in the game. I, I did. It wasn't always that way. Like in college, I didn't know what I, what, what I wanted to do. I knew when I graduated from Ohio state that I wanted to go to law school. I didn't know okay. what I wanted to practice. And so, I moved to San Francisco for a job at the Bar Association of San Francisco, and I worked at the Lawyer Referral Service for three years. And that was a good opportunity for me to really get to see what lawyers do on a day to day. OK, so I could understand that I that's exactly what I wanted to do. Um, so can we digress for a minute? Yeah. 
what what was your inspiration to to practice law to go into law was there someone else in your family was there a foundation there um i think you i'm almost sure i read somewhere where your sister went to harvard she did yes okay so, so you've come from a pretty well educated family Yes, yeah, so my parents okay. are both educators. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to yeah. tell the story. I don't want to miss anything. I want everybody to know yeah. who we're so, talking to. Yeah, so my, my dad was a school principal for thirty more than 30 years. My mother was a school teacher for more than 30 years, and they both retired Fantastic. from Cincinnati Public Schools. And so education was always, you know, something that was stressed in our home. And um, my oldest sister did go to Harvard, and she's now a professor at Harvard, Um and uh, she's a very accomplished writer um, and MacArthur Genius Award winner. Love it. Um, she's got the brains in the family. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, the apple don't then, fall too far from the tree. Come on down. <laughs> well, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but I'm definitely not a Harvard guy. Ohio State's a great school. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not disillusioned about who's got the most brain power. In a, in More my, power in to your sister, family. though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... I'll definitely bow down to her on that. <laughs> and then uh, my sister Erin is also amazing. She uh, graduated from the University of Cincinnati, um, and she's a banker in Milwaukee now. Um, okay. And so she, uh, she, she does well up there. Where do you so fall in? Where do you fall I'm the in youngest. Place? I'm the youngest and the only boy. Okay. Big sister yeah. syndrome. That's great. Yeah, so no, you it had is. some it's good crazy. heads. <laughs> yeah, no, I love having two sisters. It, it's like it, it helps socially, um, and they're amazing. We're all very close, and my parents are still married, and so I had a great, you know, upbringing, and um, just very proud of, you know, you know the miles, the miles bunch. Yeah, well, you're yeah. definitely a gentleman. I have to say, I worked with you, you, you know, and spent quite some time with you putting together um, an event. Um, in my that was a dope that event. That was an amazing event. Yeah, <laughs> you were yeah. Nothing but a gentleman, and you <laughs> had a you. lot to bring to the table. But you know, Art Basel. I'm sure. Um, I don't know. Compass hasn't seen another Art Basel like that. <laughs> no, they, I, I, yeah, I don't think they have because we haven't put another one on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we definitely need you know, to get yeah. into that again. We, we, we might need to get you know, you know, do a do a a, a second version of that because that was what we had. Guggenheim art. Yes. And we need a 2.0. <laughs> we, need, we, need, we definitely do. Cause I need another excuse to get down to, you know, Naples, South Florida. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Love that it. was a dope event. Thank you for that. But, yeah. You're welcome. And thank you for your help. I mean, you were the, you were the reason we were able to get such a great penthouse space down there. So oh, thank you. Fantastic. Yeah. So <laughs> what, now that we know a little bit more about you and your family, um, tell us a little bit about Roscoe. Roscoe is the lovely Roscoe, life. <laughs> yeah. So he, yeah, Roscoe is the king of my life. He, uh, Sir Roscoe Miles is English Bulldog. He just turned six, actually. Um, and, you know, I adopted Roscoe from a bulldog rescue in Oklahoma. So in, I was in Chicago at the time, um, wanted an English Bulldog, found, uh, and I didn't want to, you know, there's so many puppy mills and there's so many dogs that needs home, need homes. Oh, yeah, so definitely. Yeah, I wanted to adopt one. Um, That's wonderful. Best, yeah. So the best place to adopt uh, an English bull, bulldog that's purebred was uh, this place called, uh, I think, fur, fur Babies or Fur Kids or Us or something like that. And uh, and uh, so I got on their wait list. Of course, there's a wait list. And then they she the lady sent me, this is six years ago, but uh, she sent me, hey, she said, this, you know, this one, he, he, uh, he, he's, he's like, super rambunctious he doesn't have typical bulldog traits he's like all over me he's super excited he's he's a rascal and i was like that sounds like me right? i want that dog i'm coming to get him so so roscoe is a super active bulldog he's like fit he has like champion bloodlines but he's not like a fat bulldog he's like a lean long leg bulldog he i is... see him i see him a lot on ig you know yeah <laughs> so i flew i got him i put him on the a little carry-on bag and he was he, he slid right underneath the seat in front of me, and then he's been with me ever since. So that was, I got him at about, he was like nine or ten weeks, and he's been by my side the rest of the way. Wow. Well, I'm thinking about getting a dog, too. A French bulldog, actually. Oh, that, yeah. I was going to say, they're great breeds. English or Frenchies, and uh, those two breeds get along great with each other, and they're just, like, wonderful dogs. He, he, they're big, like, in Roscoe's case, a big 
teddy bear. Yeah. I, I can't wait. I just didn't want a little, you know, thin dog. I just wanted something meaty and chunky. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frenchies are so cute. If I got a second dog, which right now, like, things are way too crazy for that. But I'd like for Roscoe to have like a, a sibling, and I I do a Frenchie. Oh, fantastic! They would be beautiful together. Yeah, I know. I know. This is for dog lovers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, hopefully, you know, those listening love dogs as much as we do because they're amazing. Absolutely. So, Eric, let me tell me what made you um, make the transition to L.A. from the right. Chicago so, area because that's a hip city. Yeah, Chicago is very fabulous cool, city. Yes, it is, but it's also cold. Okay, <laughs> but uh, and so I had always so before I went to college, even I, I came. Uh, on a trip to Los Angeles and just fell in love with it and like said, hey, look, this is where I'm going to ultimately end up. So I, I've wanted to be in L.A. for 20-some years. Um, but, you know, going to law school you ha- and getting my law license, you know, it takes a while to um, get the experience and the, the respect in the industry and actually, you know, um, become a lawyer. And so that took, in my case, about 10 years where I felt, okay, I'm an accomplished attorney. I have the skills. Now I can go where I want to go ultimately, which is Los Angeles. So I made that transition um, 10 years into Chicago, but it was in the, the, the makings for, you know, 10 years before that. Oh, okay. What a planner. Yeah. This well, is what I'm trying to From execution to excellence. This is what I'm trying to talk to that, people. That's about. right. Big, yeah. You know, big dreams require big plans. Exactly. Um, and big plans take some time. They do take time. Wow. That's right. Persistence and, and, and patience as well. And definitely organization. Yeah. Gotta have it. That's Gotta fabulous. It. You were laying down your foundation. So why real estate over law ultimately? Well, I, for me, it was lifestyle. Um, I enjoy being out in the city, in the streets, in homes with my clients, putting deals together, as opposed to on the attorney side, uh, in the case of real estate transactions, the agents put the deal together and it comes over to you and then you're, you know, reviewing or modifying a contract at your desk. Or in the case of real estate litigation, the deal's already done, something went wrong, and then you're hired to fix it or protect your client's interest. So I prefer being on the front side of a deal, make sure the deal goes right, and the, so much of the fun is is like the journey of putting a deal together. And I felt like in Los Angeles, given the home values out here, that people have an expectation for better service and that being a lawyer and real estate broker, I'd be able to meet or exceed those expectations. And so that's what we've done. So you said hands down, it's a win-win situation all around. That's right. And not Absolutely. only that, you're at the front of not only not at the front of the table, you are the table. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they came to eat, baby. Okay. That's right. Yes. Right? That's, I love it. You said that's right. yes, we can deliver a better class of service this way on both that's ends. Right. You know the that's problems right. before the problems get there. That's right. Fantastic. That's right. Fantastic. Yeah. So when did you ever practice real estate in Chicago? Um, not on the sales side. It was just on the attorney just side. Just on so the we attorney were, side. Okay. Yeah. But we, so in Chicago, it's an attorney closing state. So there's an attorney on every deal. Absolutely. And I, I know. <laughs> yeah. And so I had done about a thousand real estate transactions as an attorney. And so for, on each of those deals, you're doing, you're doing attorney modification on the contract. We review the title. We, we do so much except for drive to the houses and help the clients select the house. So I knew the, like the inner workings, like the, you know, when you lift up the, the cover of a real estate transaction in a deal, I knew all everything from title loans, you know, the terms, right. negotiating all the right. process, so the, everything. Yeah. And so when I got my, my broker's license in Los Angeles, um, there wasn't a, a, a lift to understand the transaction. What I, what I, uh, what was new for me was just, being in the field um, um, and going into homes and, and, and learning, you know, that part of the business. But um, also, fortunately, part five of the years when I was in Chicago, I ran my own law firm. Okay. So I, I had already done marketing, business development, client, you know, conversion and retention. I had already done that part. So literally the only thing I hadn't done in terms of what you need to be uh, the skills you need that to, to do to be a realtor was just specifically the home search process. Um, and uh, so that's what we've, you know, uh, 
endeavor to do, and we, we got it to speed fast, and the rest of our experience has really helped propel us kind of to a unique space uh, in the industry. Fantastic. And that's, um, yes, I see a lot of your work going through. I see a lot of escrow. We're in escrow, sold, under contract. I'm like, okay, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> and I love yeah. it. I love yep. it. It's like yes. beyond ordinary. He is moving. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. You, yes. I appreciate that. You're, I, I love you so much. Yes. So we're, we're busy. You know, we got, we're closing two deals this week, about 3 million in volume this week. And um, we've sold about 30 million in LA in our five years here and have planned to do much, much more, but beautiful I think it's safe to say that we have a, we have a presence in Los Angeles, which is, you know, in and of itself is an accomplishment, I think. Great. Uh, yes, it is. Definitely. Being there the five years and coming from a totally different market and learning that market and getting out there and doing what you have to do. You know, did you ever have any challenges when you um, arrived in L.A. trying to do the business and, and getting it off yeah. the ground? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, Share some so of I, them. Yeah. So when I when I came to Los Angeles, um, you know, I had a little bit saved, uh, but I didn't have clients. Um, and so, you know, it's a, it's a competitive market and, and, uh, you know, the best, the top agents are excellent and no one wants to concede, you know, a penny, um, or any market share. And so while people are very nice and, and cordial within the industry, at the same time, there's a, there's a, a serious competition for business listings and, 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 and buyers. And so it was, it was, you know, and I went into a brokerage that was in Beverly Hills. So I went right to the belly of the beast. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Beverly Hills, right. the belly of the beast sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I went right in. Get and your so, cut. <laughs> yeah. Carve so, your market. You know, even, even just, you know, I remember, you know, I, I remember driving, just driving from my uh, apartment into Beverly Hills. Like when I first got here each day, just like coaching myself saying, you can do this. You're going to make it like it like it, this is a daily routine. As soon as I cross like Doheny affirmations, <laughs> these are affirmations. Yeah. You have to have them in order to go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because even though I was a, an accomplished attorney that was in another market, nobody knew me that, you know, it doesn't matter what you it's, what have you done for me lately business. Right. You know. Right. And uh, and so every day. And what have like you done person. lately? <laughs> that's right. Not right. only for so, me, but what have you done? That's right. And so it was, yeah, that was a daily challenge. And then it's, I got my, so I, my first deal, I think I was licensed in like September of that year. And then my first closing was in January or February, um, uh, uh, you know, of the, of the, uh, you know, like five, six months after. So for a lot of people, you know, your first deal in real estate, you don't, you, some people don't close a single deal uh, in, a, in their first year. And I was able to this get this. This is true. Rolling. Yeah. So this is true. Then I just kind of just went from there. Um, so I think that my experience in, um, in in building a business in Chicago for myself was was uh, was 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 most important for getting kind of a head start on how to to jumpstart my business here. But then I think that my my legal experience once I was once people started to know me is really what helped you know, catapult me beyond just, Hey, you know, a new broker in LA. So it was kind of, it was, it was, it, it, they worked kind of symbiotically or it was, it was like, it was just like a perfect for me, the perfect combination of the, the entrepreneurial like go-getter in me and having experience doing that. And then been, then being able to leverage my experience as an attorney, you know, to then get, you know, people to work with me. So, yeah. Great. So, so how did you actually, uh, get people to work with you? How did you start building a team? And were they, yeah. you know, were, did you have challenges with that also? Because a lot of yeah. people today, it's all about having a team. This business, right. it's, so, it's a lot of work and the work has become even more intense with digital age. So it's, right. you really can't, it's no single agent anymore. You have, you right. know, you and a strong assistant and one other, you know, body or person or agent, however you yeah. ask that person to work with you. That's right. It's a necessity. Right. Exactly. And you know that I know you have a team down there and it's so important. Um, I think that you're right, that the teams are kind of the, the invoke thing in real estate and with things are happening faster and you need to be able to like duplicate yourself. And so I think having a team allows you to scale. And so, um, and measure, you know, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, for me, I, I was at Compass, as you know, um, in the Beverly Hills office. Right. 
Um, in 2015, I think Compass got to, to, to LA. And so I was at the Beverly Hills office and I wanted, I, I, I recognized that having a team was, would be beneficial in the long run and that I needed to go to a place where I could Compass is, is a, is a top two brokerage in Los Angeles. Everyone's, you know, killing it. The agents are great. I needed to go to a place where I could build, be, be new, build my team, have a new LLC. And then, you know, I really took a gamble on myself that I'd be able to, you know, build my business up to the point where Compass would, you know, uh, you know, want me back. And so okay. I left, I left my individual, I had a spot at Compass Beverly Hills and I left and went to Keller Williams, which is uh, another great brokerage. Um, but right. They have a lot of training and and um, this is and true. Things that I yeah that I th- that I thought would be good for um, an environment for me building a new team. So I went to the KW Hollywood Hills office um, and started the Eric Miles Group there. And um, I brought in two new agents. I hired my office manager and I hired a graphic design uh, person because uh, I'm very big on marketing, digital media, social media, and I knew that I wanted to be able to churn out more um collateral than kw would be able to support me with and so that was my team so i had two agents two buyers agents uh my office manager uh, and then my graphic design person and we started eric miles group um and and we were ultimately able to i got a, i got i had a i had a call last thanksgiving with compass with our compass ceo and it was it was time for me to come back it was so on every back. sense <laughs> it was it, yeah and so I, I came back to compass um in in december of 2018 and so I'm yes back that was, I, I loved it i loved it when you came yeah. back i was like wow this is amazing and you know yeah. just just to to give a caveat to what you were saying i agree with you um keller williams is a wonderful company especially with training and everything and yeah. that was that was amazing that you were able to you know look look at yourself and say, okay, I need to go and regroup. And that was a great company to go to, to regroup and then come back. So right. yeah, that was a, listen, you are really a planner. I love it. You thank you. take it, <laughs> put it on paper, you execute it. And you say, this is what I have to do. X, Y, Z. Yeah. Fantastic. Absolutely. So yeah. now, you know, with everything, making the transition, being back where you're happy, you know, tell me about Eric Miles Beyond Ordinary. Tell me about this mantra. Who is Eric Miles? Right. So Miles Beyond Ordinary is, it's our mission statement, but it's more than that. Real estate is an experience and we want our client experience to be one that is unique, memorable, and longstanding. Um, so that means we will do a service to me, my, my real estate business is not just about real estate. So my clients, they, they will call me if they are going to a restaurant in a different part of town and need to know where to eat. Um, they, 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 if they need someone to, um, uh, they, 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 they need a special amenity, a car service, anything, whatever they need in Los Angeles. I want my clients to, to, to call us and think of us first. Um, and to me, Miles Beyond Ordinary is exceptional service, anything service, 24-7. And that's what we aspire to do, um, is excellence in improving our clients' lives. And so Miles Beyond Ordinary is our way of saying, um, you can get it all done through us, and you're going to enjoy your experience. And, that, and that's what we uh, you know, aspire to do. Okay. That's a great mantra. And I'm sure I, I see, listen, I see the sales. <laughs> so yes, your spot, your aspirations are look, look like they're really beca- becoming crystal clear. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> we, we, uh, you know, we do have, you know, celebrity clients and, and, and clients in entertainment, but we like to say that we give the star treatment to all of our clients. So, you know, if you're an accountant or you are a firefighter, we're going to, you know, at, at, at Eric Miles Group, you're going to be treated like a star. And I think that that is something that we're able to deliver on. All right. Well, that's a great segue into my next question. You know, okay. you're pretty immersed in the entertainment world, you know, yes. and you went back to Compass and you're with the sports and entertainment division. And lo and behold, 
even more so now because you're with Love and Listings. Tell us yes. a little bit about that. Yes, I know. <laughs> That's true. So, I want to hear all about that. So, you know, just give us a little peek at what's going yeah. on with uh, Love and Listings in L.A. Yeah, so Love and Listings is VH1's new hit series um, that airs on Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 Central. Um, well, episode uh, four uh, will be airing uh, on Monday night, and um, there are eight episodes. And the show follows eight luxury high-end celebrity real estate agents, including Suge Knight's son, um, Suge Jr., um, and, and our journey selling real estate to celebrities. And so our show is a little different than Million Dollar Listing because everyone that we show a house to or sell a house to on the show is a celebrity that you'll recognize. So Amber Rose is on the show. Um, Deion, uh, the, the heavyweight champion, DeAndre uh, Wilder's on the show. Laz Alonzo, Jermaine Dupree. We saw uh, Brandy. Brandy, yeah. So it's just like a hit list of celebs. And then also there's a friends element. So the show also captures what it's like for to compete with your friends, in some cases to date your friends that are agents. And so it gets a little spicy. It gets there's some drama. And it's I mean? juicy. We have a pretty <laughs> ethnic cast, which we love. It, it's yes, there's you know, there's a wide spectrum of people of color, men and women. So yes, yeah. You, you know, love that diversity. diversity. Yes, yes. And so it gets real hot. You know, it's VH1. So you know VH one's <laughs> okay with turning it up. So it's uh it's definitely a show to watch. Yeah, I caught, like I said, I caught the last week's episode and I was like, okay, this is interesting. So yeah. I'll probably be there this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, we actually were having a, a watch, another watch party. Um, I invited you, I believe, to my week two watch party, which was incredible um, in K Town at uh, Ethos Society. We had an amazing event sponsored by Stoli, nice. Flower Company, Snack Black, Popcorn. And we had about 150 VIPs, clients, and media there. Love it. Uh, yeah. And so tonight, we're going to be Ajani's, uh having her uh, watch party. And so we're going to be at the Hooters in Hollywood uh, doing our thing. So and Ajani is the fun. one with the big hair. That's right. I yes, love her Ajani. hair. You yeah, tell her incredible. I love her hair. Do not change. I will. She's amazing. <laughs> and she's her got, energy. She's got amazing energy. And so she's my men. I'm her mentor. Um, and uh, I hired her. She's one of the Eric Miles group, first buyer's agents. And Love so, it. Uh, yeah, she's amazing. So, Eric, what advice would you give a new realtor just coming into the business? Well, I would say it would be practical. One is have, you know, some savings because it could be there could be some lean times in the first, you know, eight to 12 months. So you want to be prepared for that. I see so many agents who new agents who have to give up or switch to another career because they just couldn't keep the lights on while they were trying to build their business. So that would be the first thing, practically speaking. Um, and the next thing I would say is to, uh, to check your immediate sphere of influence. Who can you call tomorrow and get in front of them for a coffee or a lunch to talk about your real estate business? Um, and then the third thing would be is to, is to believe in yourself and go for it because you can't have any reservations whatsoever um, jumping into uh, a career as a real estate agent. And if you have the savings, that'll, that'll help you. And if you have the sphere of influence, that's the second thing. The third thing is just fuel that passion, fuel that dream and get out there and pursue it. All right. That's true. All the ABCs of real estate, new real estate for agents. Yeah. You know, you know, it's a challenge. Yes. You know, it's a, it's, Even coming from a, you know, another profession, it's definitely a challenge because it's learning something completely new. Marketing sales are all the same. Yes. But real estate sales are a little bit different. <laughs> that, yes. Definitely. It's fierce. <laughs> it is. And, you know, for, for most people, this is their biggest investment, right? And Absolutely. so they, they, they want to be able, you know, they have to put a lot of trust into whoever they um give their business to absolutely and, um and so it's just a, such a big decision it just makes everything around it you know hyper you know intense <laughs> yes especially when there's a lot of money on the line you know that's right and that's and right. i always tell agents you know just don't think that three four hundred thousand especially in our market is nothing that's still 
somebody's savings, somebody's, you know, money that they earned, no matter which way it is, they want to break into the luxury market. You know, I share with them all the time. You have to grow into this. You have to grow into this business because you learn something new every day. I don't know how long you've been in it, but you're still learning. No matter and what. I'm trying to I'm trying to be like you. You sold an eighteen what was it eighteen million plus? <laughs> I, I'm trying. I've yes. done that yet. I'm so trying I'm trying to, do to be it like again. Jane Bond. <laughs> I am trying to do that again, baby. Yes, those type of um transactions are one to definitely remember. You know, they either make you or break your uh your your career. You know, it's one thing to get it; it's another thing to sell it. So I understand yeah. that it takes time to sell property like that. And you did, you you did that thing. So it took I, me uh, a while, and it took me a, listen. It took me a while to get even get to that level to be able to take on that type of property. You know, like you said, right. certain right. people. You know, depending on who you're dealing with, the type of client, giving that you know ultimate service to and holding on to those clients and nurturing those relationships and keeping them happy. I mean, That's right. they don't come along every day and believe in you to sell their $10 That's million right. dollar property, let alone an $18 million property and put everything in that. They're putting all their eggs in that one basket. With oh, you that's at that right. Point. That's right. That's absolutely right. And, uh, and there's, there's no better way to say it. It, it takes time, you know, even to, you know, to, to market, a listing like that you got to be a big agent to be able to take that responsibility on yes um you know selling it's one thing but can you keep that thing on the market and market it properly exactly run that machine right yes it's a, you know, each <laughs> listing, i tell my clients i we run each listing like a business you know so with the analytics and and the marketing spend and all that it, each one is like its own little llc its own <laughs> entity that's right mm-hmm. and each one's address is the llc <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so you have to get that monster sold if you want to stay in that sandbox. That's and right. I love that's it. Right. You know, so and that's why we see you have to nurture your relationships and it takes time to do that and it takes experience. It does. You know, it I'm still does. in line with I mean staying in line with my brand by experiencing each and every one of those customers and nurturing my relationships with them because everyone is different. That's right. And everyone that's doesn't right. want to be your friend. That's right. So you still have to give them that service outside of all of that. You do. That's absolutely correct. So, yes, you're you're 100 percent. I love the way you plan, though. You've planned your whole career out and keep you're still moving. I'm sure the entertainment part of you being in front of the camera came to a surprise, came as a surprise to you. (laughs) It it did come as a surprise to me because I I did not uh, you know, I did not have aspirations to be on TV. Um, but in this market, and I think with the, with the power of television, I mean, it's, it's advertising that I, you, you, can, you can't buy. Right. Um, so as a, as an individual agent, or even if, if you're at the brokerage level, um, you know, we, we had a million people look at, well, you know, our episode one on VH1. So that's, you know, I could never buy that type of exposure. And so, yeah, that's I was willing to, yeah, I was willing to go in front of the camera uh, you know, for the opportunity to do more of what I love to do, which is, you know, to provide exceptional service to our clients. So it's been fun though. I, 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 now that I'm on the show, I don't think I'd have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> you said uh, in the makings of a star, I would say. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you know, you, like I said, you have a way about yourself. You're a gentleman, not only are you a gentleman? You have a, you know, a, a swagger, a class also, Thank you know, you. and Thank it you. works. And um, like you said, it's nothing better than knowing your business. And you do know your business inside Thank out. <laughs> Thank you. As the attorney <laughs> and the agent. That's right. That's so, you right. know, they yeah. double win, doubly win there. I think that's right. You get two for one with me. Yes. And they, listen, and not an inexpensive two for one. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, right. It's going to cost two and a half, three percent. But, you know, <laughs> you know, all day long, Eric, um, we as agents, we sell properties to clients. We purchase properties for them. Are you in any way investing or have started investing in property, you know, as an agent? Because I think it's also important that we as agents you know, keep our eye out for the opportunity of building wealth or generational wealth also, because sometimes we get so caught up in making it, we don't invest it. Yeah. We just that, keep yeah, continuously so, yeah. making it. This is a great question. And, and that's the next phase of my business plan is to, to be investing in real estate for myself so that the deals that I come across, I'm not only, you know, 
selling them to my clients, but selling them to myself. And so that I get to enjoy not only the commissions, but also the, the wealth building that comes from all the knowledge and experience that I have. So that's the next phase. I'm calling that EMG. That's phase two. And so we're just getting into phase two right now. And, and hopefully the next time you have me on this podcast, I'll be able to tell you about the, you know, the fruits of that labor as well. Fantastic. So just a little peek into it. Are you looking at it for your um, team or just as a personal investor? So my plan is to organize a real estate fund with fiduciaries and legal uh, attached and to raise a dollar amount that we are, are going to be deciding on here in the next uh, few weeks and then be acquiring, improving and selling real estate for that fund oh, and its investors. I love it. I love it. Yes. That's fantastic. Yes. You know, yes. we have a mutual friend I can always turn you on to. <laughs> Out of, uh, out of your hometown, Miss Rashawn. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we need to make that connection. You know, and I've talked to her, you know, on uh, in our DMs a lot. And so, but no, we should, we need to revisit that. We will. You're going to be here in November, and I'm sure she's coming through for the retreat. So it'll be good to get okay. you two on there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That is wonderful. So tell us a little bit about the luxury market in L.A. Because I know you're in the hills in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, most people consider that West LA. Uh, so we are in Hollywood. Um, WeHo is our immediate neighbor to the West, and then Beverly Hills is just west of of WeHo, and WeHo stands for West Hollywood. Uh, the market in LA is still strong. Um, a year ago, it was piping hot and over asking and multiple offers on everything. This this season. Um, there's still multiple buyers, um, but we've had to price our homes uh, a little uh, under market to get those buyers um, excited and comfortable to come in and, and then you're getting multiples. Um, I think that people, um, the buyers are still um, out there in force in Los Angeles, particularly, um, but uh, they're very price conscious right now because of things that they're seeing on the news. Uh, and so if you're priced, um, if you if you're priced a little under the market, the buyers are they're excited. They they come out in droves, and then you, that's when you're seeing your multiple offers. In terms of uh, going forward, um, in the next you know twelve months, I still I'm I'm very high on LA. There's some great air parts of town that where you can get um, deals in Los Angeles still, even on the end user um, side of things. Um, so I'm really excited about South LA right now, uh, Lamert Park. Park Hills Heights, Baldwin Hills, Inglewood, North Inglewood are all fantastic places uh, to invest right now. Um, and then also North Hollywood as well. Oh, North Hollywood. Yeah. North Hollywood's in the valley. Um, so you go, you know, you take the one on one, go over it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Everybody knows Universal Studios. So Studio City is right there. And in North Hollywood, there's some exciting things going on. And so that's another area where I'd point, point, point people to. Oh, huh. do you, do you, you know what? I want to ask you this. Do you find any, um, a, well, not any, how about a lot of chatter about the salt tax there and people are, you know, deciding to come this way to Florida? The salt tax? The state and local tax that they implemented where, you know, the, I believe your, your tax, my guys in, out of New York are flocking to Florida because they're paying you know, like 30% extra in tax. Oh, yeah, no, I, we haven't seen that. Has that affected uh, your market? No. In any way? No, not yet. No, it hasn't. No, I haven't heard much chatter about that at all. I had heard that that was happening in New York, but we, no. Up I mean, and down are, the eastern seaboard, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I've, I'd i heard about that, but no, that's not happening over here. Um, and, you know, L.A. is... Somewhat, I think LA is, is somewhat unique for a couple reasons. So, you know, they're in, in Los Angeles, you know, we're still less expensive than San Francisco. Uh, we have better weather than San Francisco. We're less expensive than New York, better weather than New York. Text coming down to text here, text here now. Trains are coming in now. There's a great food scene in Los Angeles. There's culture, the museums are world class. And then, of course, the entertainment industry is not going anywhere. No, um, absolutely and, you know, not. Right. And, you know, and so L.A. kind of special for, you know, those reasons. 
Um, you know, there aren't too many places where you can surf and ski, uh, you know, in the same kind of location in, in one day. Um, and so all these things, I think, make Los Angeles a little bit different. I think it's going to remain, you know, an international destination, a national destination. And my personal opinion is that even the things that are, you know, that they're talking about in the news, the parts of Los Angeles that we're talking about now are, 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 are going to be just as desirable in my opinion in 18 months as they are now. So. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah well, that's good because that means the market is strong there, especially the luxury market. And I, I mean, I can't it imagine is. it not being in Hollywood and Beverly Hills. That's where most of, you know, the, the financial wizards are and the people that are making things happen. Yeah. And you know, there's been some slowing. So one to 5 million is solid. The, when you get over five million and into the tens and fifteen millions, yes, that's slowed. I think that's to be expected in kind of the the super luxury space. But one to five million in Los Angeles is, you know, there's just three or four buyers for 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 those houses, you know, um, or if not more. So that's excellent. Yeah, we're we're one to three million. We're in the same volume there, which is really good. And our market is strong. We're not as seasonal as we used to be here in Naples. You know, okay. the difference is, you know, in Naples, we definitely have homes on the market for 58 and 68 million. Sometimes at one time we had a home on the market for 88 million. So our luxury market is always strong here and they are building extremely fast. I mean, yeah. we, we really haven't slowed down and some, you know, communities slowed down because it's a lot of uh, a new product that's out here, too. OK, but, you know, other than that, the luxury market is strong here. That's great. And I think it will always be strong here. Naples is a destination. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. LA is yeah. a destination too. It just depends on where you stop. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here they're stopping. They're not going anywhere else. They're staying. <laughs> right, right. I love that. <laughs> what type of clients do you deal with on a daily basis? You know, it, you said you were in the one to five million space and that's where yeah. that's your sweet spot there, huh? It is, yes. And so... Um, some of those clients are actors, entertainers, rappers, that type of thing. But many of them are agents or producers, directors, people behind the camera or in the offices for the for the companies. And so they're supporting, um, you know, the, you know, the, the 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 talent in various ways. Um, so most of our clients are in the entertainment industry in some shape, form or fashion. But then we also have clients that aren't. Um, so we have people that, um, um, you know, are just, you know, uh, accountants or they work at, in, in the financial sector for like the big banks. We have a lot. I have a lot of banker clients at Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, Chase and all the all those types of places. So, you know, a lot of white collar, uh, you know, types tend to be the people, you know, that are buying, you know, in Los Angeles homes that are around that million dollar, two million dollar mark. Um, so it's, that's that's the, the bulk of it white collar professionals and then uh, people that are uh, ancillary or supportive to the entertainment industry. Right. So would you say a million dollars is a luxury home in Beverly Hills? I, I think that the, the, there's a, there's an agent I follow. He said that luxury is, is two times the median price. And so, yeah, you could say, I, I think that, that, a million dollar home in Los Angeles is a luxury home. There's not going to be too many million dollar homes in Beverly Hills. Uh, it might be a fixer. Um, so your million dollar homes are going to be, you know, West Hollywood, Hollywood, mid city, um, for sure. Beverly Hills, your, your entry point there is going to be closer to the one and a half to $2 million range. Okay. Um, but I do, I do consider, you know, you know, one million dollars to be a luxury home um it, you're gonna give sherman oaks um encino um a million dollar home in that area is going to be very nice it's going to have uh you know your modern um um smart home technology you know your melee appliances um and all that good stuff okay uh, italian uh you know marble that type of thing so it's gonna um, so start yeah. it definitely will start in, uh, yeah and uh yeah yeah for sure better appliances and so forth yeah yeah of course a million dollars that's well when you look at a million dollar home i think anywhere in the country it it i'm sure some of the products and some of the appliances and and the workmanship and everything um would fall under luxury 
right. starting at a million dollars. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So are your clients excited about listing with you because of, because of the show? Have you gotten yeah, so, you know, excited I, about it? Yeah, I was on a listing appointment in Beverly Hills on a on a three million dollar house just last week, and they were they were very excited about the additional attention that the show would bring because you know people that type of exposure um, it, it it increases my reach, and ultimately when you're marketing a home, you know in some cases your you know your value is is how many people can you reach, how many customers can you get into your listing, and so um, having the exposure of a television show on VH1 like I do. Is something that few agents in town can do. Absolutely. And being able to walk through the house differently and seeing it and speaking about it and even experiencing it, being in it with people, sharing, you know, what the house can be utilized for, whether it's entertainment or just the family enjoying life. That's right. That's, That's that, right. Yeah. And the foot traffic is <laughs> that we can't even count that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even count that. You had a million viewers last week. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so on the flip side of that, are you getting any backlash from being on the show? You know, I haven't. So fortunately, you know, I think my role on the show is the voice of reason. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm not I don't start a lot of drama on the show. I'm I'm you, as you're about to see me involved in some things, but they aren't things that I started. And so, uh, I think I, <laughs> so without yeah, giving it away, yeah, it's about it's about to get real hot. Um, and so, no, fortunately, there hasn't been backlash. But uh, but I think some of the people on the on the show have, you know, you go on Twitter and and if you look it up, you can see who's gotten a little bit of clap back. Um, and I, and I <laughs> but I fortunately haven't to make sure that I protected my brand as well during this process. Oh, definitely, definitely, you definitely have to take care of that. That's right. But your brand, your brand seems like it's holding up well. <laughs> it, it, it has. Thank you so much. Yeah. And was, you said you're not, you, you don't, you're not in too much of the drama, which is good. That's right. No, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm an active participant in other people's drama as it, as it turns out. So you have to tune in to see exactly what I mean by that. Oh, I definitely will. <laughs> I think I saw something last week. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some things about to go down. Yeah, it was a little steamy, but you guys have to tune in to check that out. For sure. So what are some of your personal daily challenges in the real estate business, Eric? Personal daily challenges. Um, I think that for me, it's your short-term goals every day, just, you know, regenerating the energy to 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 be great again today and then to do that again tomorrow. Um, and that is a daily um, challenge. And I think that what I do to try to make sure that I'm up to that is I try to eat well, I try to, you know, to exercise and to do the things that I need, you know, for my mind and my body to be able to meet that challenge. Uh, but it's definitely something that I'm, you know, that I micromanage to make sure that I am ready to, to, to achieve and exceed my own goals. Um, and so I think routines are very helpful for that. And for me, um, you know, that routine is just, you know, again, proper, uh, just a wellness uh, regiment for me to be able to, to be, to be my best each day. So you have to recharge every day and yeah. those affirmations, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so, you know, we, you know, I work and I'm sure just like you, I work seven days a week. Um, right. and, uh, and, and a lot, and generally, you know, I get up at seven, I don't get, you know, LA, we start a little bit later. So there's people on the East coast, y'all probably get up at five or whatever. You get. I, get up at seven. <laughs> I try not to, five is a little early. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> I get up at seven and then I'm, you know, I'm on my phone by like, you know, right away as soon as I get up and then I'm, 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 I'm moving and whatnot by, you know, eight for sure. And then I, I don't shut it down until about 11, you know, or so. And so I try to, you know, look at my schedule and figure out, okay, is there one day where I have a light day? And on that day, I will like try to recharge my energy on that light day. So, you know, this week, I think that day for me is like Thursday. So I don't have appointments on that day. It'll just be emails, phone calls, but I could do that. For example, maybe I'll make sure I go have lunch by, you know, in, in, in Venice Beach so that I can get some sun and hear the waves and just, you know, pull up my laptop but I don't have right. to be in front of someone building business in that moment. And so 
one day of the week, I might not be off, you know, technically, but I am, you know, kind of on low power mode and I'm right. talking to myself, <laughs> you know, because again, like every day is essentially a work day. It definitely is your work day. It doesn't matter. You know, people always say, can I do this part-time? Part-time. There's no part-time in real estate. No, no. (laughs) It's like, there's no crying in real estate. Yes. There's no crying in real estate. And there definitely is no part-time in real estate. You're either doing this or you're not. Yes. You have to be on 724 and be ready to show up with your customers, letting them know who you are and what you're capable of for them executing right. that deal and making things go over the net because it's right. so important. We, and I try to tell people, you need all of these elements we just spoke about, you know, in a nutshell, getting the proper rest, eating right, understanding your sphere of influence, building relationships, affirmations. It's the same thing over and over again. These are the clues that the people left before we came That's and right. we're just continuing it. That's right. You know, and to be successful, you have to work no matter what. You don't have to kill yourself. Sometimes you do, but you have to work. And that's That's what it's all about. Executing everything you have inside of you to bring out that fire so you can feel it and be in the belly of it and get through it. That's right. And it's so important. And I, I take my hat off to you, Eric, because I've been watching you, I mean, 2015. Yes. And then having the opportunity to work with you and watch you work. Thank That's you. all I can say to you guys. Watch him work, you know, Thank behind you, the camera and in front of the camera. Thank he you, knows Jane. what he's doing. So well, and I love it. I love your marketing. I love I believe you have a clothing line, correct? Well, we yeah. So I did a I did a project with uh Messers and it actually it's a it's a design that Anthony Newman um on Instagram, he's mine no matter, uh M-I-N-D-N-O-M-A-T-T-E-R, and he took this photograph of me that won an award in a Paris international uh, like photography competition and he's a fashion designer. And so we put that image on the shirt. And so that was a collab and Eric Miles group and Messers collab. Yes. So thank you for seeing you. You don't miss anything. (laughs) (laughs) I do my research, babe. I love that. So, yeah. So that's how that came about. Uh, But yeah, that that was an exciting project. And, you know, and you know, I, I, I love, you know, real estate um, there's so many other, um, uh, disciplines that intersect with real estate, you know, fashion, yes. design, podcast, um, music, <laughs> it all, it all, you know, it all like connects, you know? So, yes. you know, if there's an opportunity in another space where it makes sense and it, you know, fits our brand, we'll do it. And uh, Messers is a high-end uh, fashion uh, design. So we were like, yeah, let's, this works. So let's do it. And it's all about marketing. It's marketing you. It's marketing the team. It's marketing the company that stands behind you, the flag that you carry. It's showing up and showing up in the right manner to deal with the clientele you so desire. That's right. And they have to desire you when they see you, hear you, feel you, all your energy, everything. So it has to be up and on point at all times. That's right. Yes, you hit that right on the head. And, and I love, you know, I have, you know, when I look back and, and I'm thinking about this whole conversation we have, you know, it all started out with planning. Yes. And executing that plan and going forward and pushing that, you know, kicking that ball, you know, past the goalpost and saying, OK, I can do this. So it's a wonderful thing. And, and I talk to people all the time. I mean, I'm sure you have listened to other um, interviews that I've had and I'm listening yes. to the story and the story is being told over and over and over again, just a little bit differently. And I love it because it's all, it's everything works when you work. That's right. That's a great way of saying it. You know, and you're, you're yeah. giving the you're giving the keys to, to success here. And I, the, 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 the I can't point... do it without you though. Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. thank you. Yeah. Well, you're an inspiration and that's why I wanted to you know, to, to come onto your podcast, which I love so much. Um, so I'm honored uh, that you, you know, wanted to interview me, but you are an inspiration for us, you know, your peers, your colleagues, we look up to you. Um, oh, you're thank a, you. You're a leader and, uh, you know, a, a source of constant inspiration. So you also keep up the great work. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Of um, I have one, I have a couple other questions. Now, okay. this one I wanted to hear, I wanted to ask you, what is it like for you as a black man in Hollywood taking that position as a realtor? I mean, have you had any issues with that? Well, because I think, you know, you know, I've, yeah, I've always viewed, you know, being 
uh, a black man, a person of color, standing out as uh, as like a you know like a, a badge of honor and an opportunity. Um, you know, and that started you know with my upbringing with my father. You know, and, you know, and and they, we moved to the suburbs, and I was the only you know uh, you know black kid on the field. And you know, my dad would say, you know, you know, you're gonna stand out, so might as well show out, you know. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> dad gave so me great that's been my mentality is like, okay, if the eyes are all gonna be on me, let's go ahead and do our thing. And uh, and so that's how I view it. I think a lot of things are a matter of perspective though, right? Yes. And so if you have that perspective, you know, in you know, in college there weren't there were, you know, the rooms weren't all weren't always full of people that looked like me. Certainly in law school they weren't. Right. You know? So um that's just you know when the lights are on perform and and a lot of times you get opportunities when people are watching you and so there are challenges and i don't want to sugarcoat it and say that it that it hasn't been difficult but again it all goes back to okay your perspective what are your goals what do you want to do to get them and so there's not much time for thinking about the woe is me stuff there's no time for that you you said it earlier there's no crying in real estate no there's Uh, no crying in real estate but but i have had some breakdowns (laughs) <laughs> yeah right yeah right and we all do we have, right we all have bad days you know but you know nothing can stop you from um you know your pursuit of your passion and um when you view things like that i think that you know that it just helps it helps you know it, it helps i think get through those hurdles because they're going to come um anytime you're trying to make it make it you know a change in an industry or include yourself in an industry there are going to be hurdles and roadblocks and speed bumps and turns um and i think that a lot of the like the savvy experiences is okay well when you are given you know something that may be unexpected is that you have the um you know the skills to handle that unexpected occurrence and i think that's what the perfect that that's what experience is um, and so it's not, I don't think it's the pursuit of per- perfection, but, um, it's, it is the, you know, it's like the pursuit of like completion and execution, like you talked about, right. um, it's like, can you get the job done? And that doesn't always mean that it's, that it's, that it's perfect or nothing, um, you know, nothing, um, bad happened. It's like, did you get it done? Like it, in the end, you, you either win or you don't. That's right. You either win or you don't. You play the hand to win at all That's times. Right. That's right. Shit does happen, but you play That's that right. hand. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's why I said if I had some breakdowns, but I broke through. And that's yeah, the beauty there you of go. all of this. Yeah. And you know, there it's you it's always something that, that gets in your way, but you have to have the power to fight. And and that's that right. fight is mental most of the time. Most of the time. You know, it's in it's in you and you like you said, if you can, you can do. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. So my final question to you, Eric, is yeah. if there was one question you would have people ask themselves on a daily basis, what would that question be? What do I want and what am I willing to do to get it? Okay. Okay. You talk now you guys heard that because you're listening to the man that planned. <laughs> he planned his success and the icing on the cake is love and listings which seems like it's going to do very well <laughs> thank you yes yeah. so this gentleman has planned his success it still took hard work you know executing everything he has inside of him to break through to his success and it's all about that guys and i hope you really enjoyed this interview with mr eric miles miles beyond ordinary we call him <laughs> thank you jane i've enjoyed and I this love i hope it. <laughs> Thank you so much. You guys. Absolute pleasure. Eric, please tell them where they can find you. Because, I mean, what am I saying? Love and Listings, one, guys. VH1. Yeah, Love and Listings, (laughs) Monday nights, 10 Eastern, 9 uh, Central. Um, Episode 4 will be airing on Monday night. And then um, uh, there's eight episodes. And then on all platforms, social media, at Eric Miles R-E. So that's at E-R-I-K-M-I-L-E-S-R-E on all platforms. All right, guys. And I want you guys to really look out for this interview here. This is episode 13, Eric Miles, Miles Beyond Ordinary. And I have loved this interview, Eric. I can't wait. And guys, don't forget, you must go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate and write a review so we can keep bringing you this fantastic, these fantastic interviews from people like Eric Miles. 
Thank you. Thank you, I'm Eric. Th- I love you, and I'll, I'll talk to you soon. I love you, too, and I wish you all the luck. And I'm sure I'll see you soon. <laughs> That's right. Yes, you will. Continue su- su- success to you. All right, baby. All right. Good night. Okay. All right. Good night. Bye. Bye. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview from Mr. Eric Miles. He is an amazing agent. I have watched him climb, and I also have worked with him personally. New agents, this is one to listen to. You can find us at podcastapple.com or applepodcast.com, whichever way it goes, but we will be looking for you to subscribe and write a review. This is the only way we can continue to bring you our special guest and give you nothing but from execution to excellence. We'll see you next week. Don't forget, follow me on Instagram at Jane Bond underscore underscore underscore. See you then.